an in-depth look behind the scenes at Southern Wisconsin's largest event center. Welcome to the Walworth County Fairgrounds podcast, Beyond the Barns, with your hosts, Melody Judge and Larry Geffey. We have guests with us this morning. Yeah, after our long hiatus from Beyond the Barns, uh, we have Nick and Amy Nottestead from the famous, world-famous Elkhorn Antique Flea Market. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you guys, uh, you took over ownership of that flea market. Everybody knows about the flea market. So you took over how long ago? Um, this will be our second, f- our third full year third of full having year. the flea market. Yep. Yeah, and it's going fantastic. I tell you, it's it's one of the highlights uh, of our year as the fairgrounds that's for sure and me personally yeah. <laughs> me too me too it is it's something that my whole family looks forward to coming to from iowa they always say when you know after the last one they always say when is next year's yeah. Let, let's get the date set in stone here and before we go any further the first one is not too far away nope may 21st may 21st, may 21st. okay now so you, you this is your third full year but the flea market elkhorn Fle- antique flea market's been here how many years since 1981 she's been doing it the Holy original mackerel. owner yep i graduated in high school in 1980 she started over by the walsh center and she had about two dozen dealers the first year that she did it. Wow. And it just went down the, the main row by Highway 11. Okay. And that was it. Wow. And, and how many antique dealers do you guys have now, usually? We usually have 500 to 550. That's incredible. We can, we can house 612 booths. That's how many we have. Wow. And sometimes we do have to use them all. Well, I tell you, you know, and I know a lot of what makes this antique flea market you unique and different than other flea markets but maybe maybe you could kind of share with what your what your thoughts are and what makes it so popular so i asked nona when we first started working with her all these questions um and i grew i grew up around here so i grew up coming to this flea market so i've kind of seen it grow oh i'm um, sure absolutely you know over the years but i think that the reason for the growth one of the main reasons is just because the location is so perfect yeah. I mean, we're right in between Chicago and Milwaukee, um, Madison. You can get here for an afternoon and get back home. Yep. So a one-day show, that's perfect for people. Jump in the car for an hour, get yep. here, shop, right. get home at a decent time on a Sunday. Yeah. Yep. It's a perfect weekend. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's see the beautiful Wisconsin countryside yes. on the way and yep. kind of get a Wisconsin experience. Maybe go out for an early breakfast. Of course, you guys open at what time? 7 a.m.? Seven, the gates open. Yeah, we live about a block and a half from here. I got to tell you, the cars back up uh, for quite a ways. Um, so very impressive. So you said you're you're, but I, I, I'm going to add to what I think makes it makes this flea market so much different than other flea markets I've been to. And many people don't know I'm an auctioneer, and, and I've done a lot of antique auctions, and I've done estate sales and things like that. I've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen a lot of junk. And I've seen what stuff sells for and what, what's popular and what people like. This is a true antique flea market. You know, the vendors that come here, this isn't stuff you can, you know, go and find at a garage sale. This is, you know, maybe if you got lucky, if you're a picker and you went to a hundred of them, you might find a few items that are here. But it's it's what the antique dealers are offering the public that makes one of the things, the probably the biggest thing to me that, that separates it from other flea markets. Yes, I think so. And I think that's why like the location is key, but what has kept it going is the original owner, Nona, um, her mission to keep all that junk out. And it's not, 
easy. Oh, I'm I, mean, sure, I bet. As years go on, it's getting harder and harder to find really nice quality old things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's a, a big part of my job. And the, the day that we have on a Sunday flea market is going around and quality controlling booths. I would say, do they, how do you go through the process of if somebody is submitting an application, um, to to be a vendor at yeah. the Elkhorn Flea Market. Yeah. So we start at the beginning of the year, every year, January. Um, and a lot of it is is phone calls that we get from people who they know of other vendors, they hear about us from other shows. But if you're new coming to the show, we really kind of put you through the ringer about merchandise. That's mm-hmm. the first thing we talk about. Because, um, you know, it helps weed out right away. What do, you, what do they submit? Like, what, how do how do you vet, how do you vet them out? So we first have the conversation of the the criteria is the merchandise coming in has to be 1970s and older, and it has to be original as intended. So we're not adding any upcycled, handcrafted, repurposed. You'll see some that. of that on the grounds, mm-hmm. but we're not adding to it. And she stopped adding to it about seven eight years ago. Yeah. So there is still some here. Mm-hmm. Which but also has lot. its own draw, it does. right? Absolutely, right. it does. Um, and it has to be um, just show quality stuff, so right. old, original, and also not something that you're going to find at a rummage sale. Not mm-hmm. that, not that I don't like a good rummage sale, right? But it's just this isn't the place for those things. Exactly. When you were saying something about the upcycle, and I know that the, there's a few dealers that do, very, very few, but it all, gives me an idea. You know, it's like, oh, I love that piece, and I go around and 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 hunt for the for something like that so I can do my own mm-hmm. upside, you know, to, so I can make it my own creation. Yep. It's so cool. Yeah, there's so, and there's so many unusual things too. I, you know, uh, you don't have to be a, a necessarily an antiquer to enjoy the flea market here because of the unusual items that are there. You know, I, I, I know a couple of designers that come to the flea market, all four flea markets, just looking for design elements for some of the projects they're working on. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, everything from, you know, vintage signs and things like that, but unusual things. I mean, I, I, there was like a, a stuffed fox or something I've seen a couple of times. And, um, and we've bought, we've bought uh, vintage or old uh, Christmas decorations here. Oh, it's one of my favorite things. In fact, uh, a couple of times ago, we bought a vintage blow mold Santa Claus. And so anyway, we were taking that back to our car and people were yelling at us like, I love that. Which, you know, where did you get that? I was going to buy that. I was going to buy that. And ho, 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 you know, when you walk by, Mm -hmm. it's so friendly here. And it's just a fun event that you. And we bought, didn't we buy our nativity set here too? We bought our nativity set. We bought the Santa Claus. We bought, um, we bought a shelving unit the last time that we were here. Oh, absolutely. Every time. Yeah, yeah I, I do yeah. too. Thank unfortunately, you. Do you? <laughs> thank you guys. Yeah, are you are you uh, antique collectors, or what would you classify your sort of interest in that? Yeah, um, I grew up. My parents were antiquers. Okay, um, okay, and really high quality, show quality, um, like stagecoaches, like a lot of big old things, very rare things. Um, so I wouldn't say that we're specific collectors of something. I don't know, a certain collection of something, yeah, right, but we no. like, we like to find things like we just built a house a couple of years ago. So we like to find things for the house. Oh, sure. Just, oh, I yes. bet it's fabulous. Yeah. Oh, I bet it yeah. is. Yeah. And now after having this, like, it's hard to go to a store yes. and find something that, mm-hmm. that, you know, everyone else has, or, right. you know, so we just want something unique and 
we find it exactly and that's part of the (laughs) charm and that's part it's the hunt of you know of finding that certain piece that you've that you've thought about it in your mind for a long time and aha you find it at the elkhorn flea market it's so cool so i see a lot of time like before before your event starting both of you guys are out here marking those spots and it's just like i see you and just like oh boy that's a big job to do with measuring and uh it is a lot of that i leave to the guys this this grounds crew who are the best Mm -hmm. because i my phone doesn't stop ringing the organization the setting dealers the vetting dealers uh, because up until showtime i'm still having people there people are still sending me pictures of their stuff Mm -hmm. um so i'm still in that process the whole time so nick and his crew just take that over and i'm so thankful (laughs) yeah i've seen you're like a cyclone around here i know nick talk about that i mean that's crazy that's what you it takes a lot it does to get ready for this i've been doing it for 15 years Mm -hmm. working with skip and you know claire obviously is the brains behind this thing but when it comes to us we just we just get it done it's just it's one weekend or four weekends but for that weekend we know we're not going to sleep and we just want to make it so when our vendors show up, when our customers come in here, it's as, it's the cleanest fairgrounds round. That's our job. It's what yeah. we do. It's, you know, Amy's the brains behind everything. We're the crew that has to get the grounds ready for what she's put together for months. Mm-hmm. I tell you, so. I, I got to say, you know, the first flea market of the year has got to be the hardest one for you because the fairgrounds is just coming out of hibernation and right. storage is just left and we're still turning water on and, you know, barns, you know, have been sitting, you know, probably full of storage all winter or mm-hmm. what else. And just getting those things cleaned out to get the season started, man. I've seen you sweating bullets before that flea market, yeah. the first one. I, I, w- I, I wish we could do a better job for you. We'll try all the oh, time. But you guys are great. Man, guys I love are, it, though. Yeah? I love it. I get so you excited. I, I can't sleep anyhow. I might as well be here working. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Like, I, my palms are starting to sweat. Um, what I like about this about this event, you just don't come in and set up and leave and go to a next town. You live here in our communities. You're living, you know, and. Yeah, where uh, do you, you guys grew up around here? Is that right? Yeah, both in Lake Geneva. Yep. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. So you, you spend your money, your, your dollars are staying in our community and you bring, um, bring a lot of dollars to the, to Walworth County. Oh, I would, I would guess, you know, we just had a economic impact study done on the fairgrounds last year and the, the fairgrounds throughout the year, they, they estimated about $28 million in economic impact in Elkhorn and just the immediate oh. area. But you know, the flea markets, all four of those, I'd have to say, I bet $10 million in economic impact in the community and surrounding area. I mean, boy, that's, that's good business leadership for Walworth County. I got to tell you that they should, everybody should appreciate that, that that business is here. Yeah. And we, and you know, it is a small town, so it's one day of accommodating a lot of people coming here. Absolutely. So you also have to, sometimes I have to stay, take a step back from some of the phone calls and go, there's only so much that can be done. There's so many, only so many streets you can park on. There's only so many restaurants you can go to hotels, but we do get those phone calls of people calling and saying, we're coming from Nebraska and we're going to stay for the weekend. Where can we, you know, do you have hotel suggestions? Do you have restaurant suggestions? So, I mean, helping people spend their money when they come here we're setting them up they're right. in hotels and they're eating here and they're bringing friends and then the next show they're bringing more friends so right. they're, they're buying gas mm-hmm. and they're stopping at the drugstore and they're maybe they do a little shopping in town afterwards or whatever they're spending money here mm-hmm. and it's not it, it's not 
for the most part, I'm guessing not uh, people that live in Walworth County. No. I would say, like, what would you guess the percentage are of your guests that are from outside the county, or at least, say, longer than 15 miles out of Elkhorn, for example? Oh, I would guess 75%. Yeah, I think that, that makes sense to mm-hmm. me. Yep. A lot yeah, it's of- interesting when you're walking through um, to your own car, to your own vehicle, to see the license plates and where everybody is coming from. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Yes. A lot That's of Iowa. I mean, a lot of, a lot of Illinois. Yep. <laughs> a lot of Michigan. I mean, like I said, as long as it's in driving distance, people are coming up from cities for something like this. Mm-hmm. Because this you, is- you know- and they're staying overnight, like you were yes. saying yeah. earlier, because it's on a Sunday. People want to get here early because you want to get those bargains. You want to get, you want to get your you know you don't want to miss out you don't no. want to miss out you know i um i've worked here eight years now um we moved here from wyoming but generally iowa that's where i grew up and my mom lives in decorah iowa and when this job opening came up and i said to her that i was going to come and interview for this job she immediately said elkhorn antique flea market she'd been there <laughs> she'd been there she's been here so many times and um and her friends you know, they all, they all meet up here. I mean, that's a heck of a hike for, what is that? Three and a half, four hours away, you know, but it was just like nothing it right. was worth it. Yeah. Worth it. Yep. So, so make sure that you, uh, when you come this year, make sure that you wear good walking shoes. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, who else, and, and the flea market also benefits some nonprofits or civic organizations too. Right. So, I mean, you, you have, why don't you give an example? I mean, I know there's a bunch, but, and I can name them, but I'd like to hear from you. We have, especially with our food vendors, we try to keep it local. Um, and we have the Bigfoot FFA, um, Whitewater Lions, Elkhorn FFA. FFA. Yeah, I mean, so we, we try to keep the Walworth County pork producers are here. Some smaller local restaurants are here. I mean, the, the dollars for sure spent on food are, are staying in this town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have little Happy Camper Coffee um, she's, you know, her and her husband run this little coffee shop out of the cutest little camper from the sixties. They're from Burlington. So we get phone calls all the time. My, my biggest phone call answer is always, um, we've got a food truck. We want to come in and we're from, you know, they're a big, big name established somewhere. Um, and we're always, you know, more apt to let something local come in before we start opening up to some of those big chains, because mm-hmm. those are the people that we know. We know their kids. We know right. that they're doing this because they're sending their kids to college and their kids are working in the trailers. And it's just, it becomes or supporting education yeah, somehow exactly. through Thank FFA or, and then also parking. I mean, I know, I mean, when we have big events here, people are parking in people's yards across the road. I mean, they should be more grateful than anybody. Yeah. And we have the Elkhorn, um, the Chamber of Commerce does the parking, and we have some local um, sports teams. Yeah, Williams Bay basketball right now in the Water Tower lot. Yep. And, they of course, come. the high school benefits from their yep. athletic right. department because people will park there, pay $5, and then come into the thing, which yep. is great. So I know. Every time I come in, it was where I work. I drive in here during flea market, and I get stopped at the high school. You know, they want me to pay to park in there. And, I'm always having to kind of talk my way through that, but mm-hmm. at any rate, yeah, that's cool. So, yeah. Um, so also I know you guys do some other things in the community and I know you guys do some things to help us out during the fair and other events that we have here. And um, 
I'd like to thank you for that. We, I know you, you, you gather up volunteers to clean grandstands for us and other things around the fairgrounds. And, and you, you've got a group gathered up to do grandstand cleaning for us during the fair this year, too. Yep. Yeah. Got the no base- pressure. I'm just no, no, we're all good to go. The, <laughs> so the Lake Geneva baseball team does that, um, offer it to the um, cross country teams also, but mostly the baseball takes over. Um, and you stayed involved with like high school athletics and things like that around here for quite yes, a while, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely. What all, what all have you done or do? Well, I coach baseball, uh, I've run with the cross country team. You run with them, yeah. Well, you're looking pretty good shape. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Got to do that stuff at 47. Um, so, yeah, I just, yeah, I know I don't teach anymore after 22 years, but. What did I'm you always, teach? I taught second grade for 12 years, and then one year of fifth grade, one year of seventh grade. Sorry about that one. And then <laughs> then I settled in sixth grade science. That's so, still crazy. Had a second grade I might be able to deal with, but sixth and seventh grade. That was fun. No, no they, they, they give were you a run fun. for the money. You, you must have Larry. infinite patience. <laughs> no, we just. Anything now, I stay really busy helping other things too, like the pageants coming up and raising money for different organizations in around Walworth County. So I'm one of the coaches for that. Last year I was in the pageant, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> so this year they asked me to be the coach. I said, okay, I can be the coach for one of the guys. So we have a good time. So if somebody needs something, we're there. Yeah. yeah. You know, Amy's always writing passes and we put together packages of things for silent auctions and things like that. We love doing that stuff. It's how we were raised. Yeah. Help and it's also out. a good, a good way to make the people who do live right around here, who maybe I haven't gone to the market or, or, you know, are interested in going, what we're doing is at, at the shows, I will go around and I will buy up little themed packages. Like one of them was like outdoor camping. So I bought all this vintage camping gear and we put it in an old, um, Coleman cooler and we put it up as a package for like the YMCA with some passes. So if you haven't been there before, Hey, we're right down the road. They bid on the package, the YMCA, you know, makes some money from it right. and people are coming here that maybe haven't been here before. Yes. Yeah. I saw that package. Very cute too. Yeah. It's adorable fun. package. It's fun. Yes. It's yeah. a way to shop for now myself. It is. I love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, you, you know what, what I wanted to, I'm, I'm glad to hear all of this and I, I wanted to make sure that people kind of understood that it's not just you're just not a family that takes advantage of a business here. You're part of the community. You impact the community. You provide opportunities for nonprofits and civic organizations to earn income. I'm sure it's probably one of their biggest paychecks that they get all year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just so, so grateful for you guys and what you do. And um, I'm not sure how you pull it off. It just mm-hmm. looks insane. You know, when the, let's go back to the flea market for a sec. So, the vendors move in on Saturday and they have to all line up at a, by a specific time. And then you open the gates and what is it noon on Saturday or what time is it? on? So Saturday? they're allowed to come into the grounds at one o'clock, one o'clock on Saturday, not a minute before. And they will start lining up over by the water tower by seven o'clock in the morning. And that line of vendors goes all the way out to Highway 11 and probably all the way out to, what is that, Walworth Avenue or whatever, over by Highway 12 exit? Yeah, it's been three miles before. Unbelievable. Of vendors who are waiting to get into their spots. Mm -hmm. And originally, when they started doing that, I kind of asked, like, when I was working alongside Nona, the original owner, I kind of was like, why are they doing this? They are all assigned spots. So what is the, it's such a puzzle 
that, you know, some of them have to get into their booths before the neighbors on each side or they won't fit. Right. Yeah. They've worked this out amongst themselves because some of them are, have been coming for so long and they know their neighbors. It's just, it works so beautifully. You don't think it would, but when we open up those gates at one o'clock, they just scatter to all of their individual places and you give it like a half an hour and everybody is just parked. Right. It's, I mean, it's, it's like it's organized insane. chaos, it is. but it does. It all, it's like pieces of puzzle. It all comes so together. So probably vendors that are next to each other that have to do things in a certain order, maybe meet up somewhere else and then they tailgate each other up to the gate yep. and wait there. They so. arrange who's coming in first, who yeah. they needs to unload next. I mean, they just, they're great. I they have great that. relationships with that. each other. It's really great to we see. Go, we go through it too with like setting up a rib fest or the fair and all those vendors, you know, you got about maybe five, eight, maybe sometimes 10 feet in between food trailers. And, uh, you know, sure enough, somebody will come in, you know, after everybody else and have to shoehorn their, their, uh, their food truck into a little spot, you know, and we're out here with big fork trucks and all that. But anyway, I understand what, what that's like and to have to, to think that that would take 500 vendors in a half hour to be pretty much in their spot mm-hmm. is brilliant. Yep. It's and it's a brilliant. testament to them because they are just a good people. It's just such a, a nice group of people to work with. We rarely have problems of, of vendors not cooperating with each other and they're all in tight spaces and they're all trying to do the same thing at once. They're, right. you know, if you have a, a space inside the buildings, um, a lot of these buildings you can't drive in to unpack. So they're stopping at the doors and they're, they're all trying to unload at once and you know, they're helping each other or they're moving each other's cars for each other. And, you know, like I said, rarely do we have to, yeah, Step well, it, I, don't don't kid me because I, I mean, I I know I'm sure that that's true, but the communication that you have with those vendors must be tremendous. I mean, mm-hmm. it must be very detailed, and um, otherwise you'd be you'd be you wouldn't be able to handle the phone calls. No, yeah, it it is, and you wouldn't be ready to open the gates at, no. at Sunday on yep. Sunday morning at seven a.m. Yep. No. Where does the uh, the furthest vendor come from? We have California, oh, okay. Texas, oh, okay. Wow. Um, well, a lot of them come from Round Top okay. down in Texas, that word spreads. It's just that when vendors come here and they, they scatter and they do the circuit of shows throughout the country, mm-hmm. the shows that they're stopping at all over the country, they're spreading the word for us. Right. So that's, and I think that's increased even since we've been here, the, the distance people are coming from is, is getting further and further, partially because it's harder and harder to find shows like this mm-hmm. to do. Well, and, and some of that stuff, uh, that they're that they are offering for sale is getting harder and harder to find too right yes oh that's a good point yep because it's all i mean i joke about like what's all the rage every year i can kind of i can put my finger yes. down on what's what's going to be you know the up and coming thing for a long time it was the shabby chic mm-hmm. you know all the furniture got painted and shabby now everybody's stripping all that paint off that furniture because they want the real natural wood look yeah i was um, going to ask you what is the hot item or what is the hottest thing that you yep. are anticipating for this year. So this year for sure will be mid-century modern. Oh, right okay. in my alley. Mid-century. That's, get the yep. truck ready, Larry. Right now. <laughs> and it's and it's the original mid-century modern. So yeah. it's funny when I see certain trends because I follow I follow like the the trends of flea markets and what people are mm-hmm. doing to things. And, you know, for a while, like I said, people were painting all this old furniture. And now the big thing is you buy the mid-century but you do not paint it. Right. Everybody wants the wood. Yes. So so I think that Just we have think from Melody, the- we had we had a Haywood Wakefield patio set, rattan mm-hmm. patio set that we just let go to go to waste basically when we moved one time. And it, I think we bought it for thirty bucks at an auction. Um, I think one that you were doing, and uh, yeah, yeah, mid century wasn't a thing really. 
but I look back on that and then I had a, I had a full dining room set, you know, one of those stretch out tables with the, with the curved legs on it, you know, and had the full set with uh, coffee tables and end tables and the whole darn thing. And I don't know where those are today. Gosh. I think I gave them to my kids, you know, when they went off to college. Yep, that's that's what's it that's right now. That is right the now. ticket. That is yeah, the it's ticket. Like my mom's my mom sold my Tonka trucks when I was in the army. I was like, what? I get back. She goes, no, I sold them at a garage sale. I said, what'd you get? Like <laughs> fifty cents a piece. I'm like, oh my god. I didn't know anything about antiques, but I knew those. You know, they were precious, but. One thing I've noticed that's been circulating is from the 1970s, uh, from Sears, it was the mushroom containers as far or mushroom canisters to put flour, sugar. Those things are so hot yes. that I've noticed. Tin containers in general. Yes. Tin, okay. The vintage tin, you know, like when we used to get like the saltine crackers yeah. in the vintage yeah. and, and like Ritz, actually everything came in those tin I containers. I know. If you still have those laying around. Yeah. And well, there's a lot of, hot. there's and a lot of fake ones too. So you got to be yes. careful. You know, it's that's just true. like, a lot of like signs and things like that, 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 that they're, they're really recreations, you know? Yeah. yeah and that's something we have to keep our thumb down on is, yeah. is not only the repurposed and upcycled and is, is, um, the repos, the yep. reproductions. Yeah. And you see a box with China on the label, you're probably going to go talk to that vendor mm-hmm. and find out what the heck's going on. Right. Yep. They may not come back. One key, I feel like when you walk into a booth and you're, and you're, you're really wanting something authentic. Some people don't mind the reproduction signs, but you know, it devalues the real stuff. So if there's ever somebody that has a lot of something, um, that's in really, really great conditioning, claiming that it's old, most likely it's not. Yeah. Um, it's, it's rare that a lot of something that was very, um, rare or something is still, available to one person right and, and they'll, even, so, they'll even do things like put kind of a patina on there too right oh yeah it's hard it's hard yeah. to find I mean, they really work at it and i i notice i i don't collect a lot of it but uh, military memorabilia and my my son does that as well and and there is a lot of kind of fake stuff out there yep. you got to be very careful fake and very controversial that's mm-hmm. a lot of phone calls that i get of of things that are kind of hot buttons for people in our military sure. stuff yeah. tends to be Yep. Okay. They are particular about that. Huh. Yep. Interesting. Yep. My little tip is when you come to the Elkhorn flea market, if you see something and you like it, don't wait to buy it. Don't think mm-hmm. you're going to come back and go down a couple more rows or, you know, come back because it's going to be gone. Yep. Yes. I've had, I've made that mistake. People leave Numerous here with times. wagon loads of stuff. Yes, I mean, yeah, wagons, so. U-Hauls. And you rent, that, you, do, that you, do you rent those wagons out to people, or how do you have them, or what? Um, they just have to give us a driver's license just oh. for us to hold on to, and they can have it for Stop 30 minutes it. once they're really? done shopping. Yep, to go collect all their stuff, so hopefully yeah. they kept track of where they got all their things. Right. Made themselves a little map, because mm-hmm. that's the other thing we will get is vendors bringing us stuff at the end of a show that people never came back to pick up. <gasps> Because oh, I think no. they forget. Yeah. I think they forget where they were when they bought it's it. It's very or, easy to do. Yes. <laughs> so we do. We have those wagons that they can come and just borrow to load that, it back into their cars. And then they bring it back. That's unheard of. Yep. You, know, you know, I just had this is... conversation with a perfect stranger last night at pole vaulting practice. And we got to talking and she said something. And I said, well, we run the Elkhorn Antique Flea Market. She goes, I love that place. <laughs> I've only been there a couple of times, but it was the best. And she's from the Horicon area. And she says, but the problem is. I wanted to buy things and then I didn't buy things and then I did buy things and I left them there and I couldn't remember where I, where they were. Wow. So we had to walk around and find the things that we bought and I was just laughing. I'm like, oh, you're not the funny. only one happens a lot, but we always find it. And if, if the, sometimes the vendors will leave it, 
and then we'll put it in the office. So Monday morning we'll get phone calls like, oh, I bought this yeah. thing and I left it there and it's in our office. We'll meet you that sometime this week and people really appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. When I did that before I started working here at the, at the fairgrounds, uh, I hounded Larry because it was a large piece of furniture. I hounded him. I'm like, did you get that? Did you go get that? You know, did you get our dresser that we need? And no. yeah, cause we had to leave it here, but yeah, that's another really cool thing. Yeah, that you you, you held it up at the office for us. I think. Yeah. yeah. You Thank you for that. That's yep. right. yep. And we do have maps then people can come in at all the gates that you come in. They will have maps of the grounds mm -hmm. for you. We just kind of put an X of like, you are here when we hand you the map and then, you know, take one of those maps and right. write down and put an X where you, you bought something. Yes. And, yeah. and yep. uh, and ask a staff member. There's a lot of times, oh, it was this, and Amy somehow in her crazy way of organizing this whole thing, she'll go, oh, that's booth 338. And we so all just sit there and go, how? 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 Are she you handles organized the in, in your own household? Yes. Yes. Okay. You are? Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. yes. So. I have to say yes. Do I have to take my shoes off when I go in your house? <laughs> no. It's, no. It's okay. No, you don't. It's in the garage. I take <laughs> care of the outside. <laughs> yes. Get the inside. Yes. So do you have little lines on in your yard too? Like. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the lawnmower makes mine. Yeah. Well, right yes. yeah. But I, I am the best like... bathroom cleaner in the house, though. Because oh. I do that here for the flea market. I you know, like to hear that. My crew, we, we keep those bathrooms clean. That's so nice. You guys do a nice job. That's years. awesome. Practice with I love that. it. Oof, so, well, you guys, um, go ahead. Do you have another question, Mom? Admission to get into oh, yeah. the flea market. Yep, it's $5 a person. That's and it's like so good. Yep. What, That's cheap. And Thinking about all the money you spend and marketing. Yeah. And you know, I see uh, groups of women and just groups of people with the same t-shirt on. Yes. It's like they can't, it's like it's an event and you know, and uh, to make it so much fun. So yeah, well that's becoming a big fun. trend. People it is. coming with a bus and they'll all do like a bachelorette party or like, yeah. a, you know, they'll all have matching bags and matching mm -hmm. shirts and making a fun day of it. I know my sister, we did. My sisters and That's I That's right. Yeah, yeah. So much fun. And we it's always tell people time. to bring the kids, obviously, for free. I mean, we want kids to be coming to something like this. It's it's how it's going to continue. Right. Is, you know, That's for young true. people to, to grab an interest in old things. So right. we see a lot of people bring their kids. Yeah. So five bucks. Yeah. Get here 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. And the first one, again, it opens May 21st. The next one's June 25th, August 13th, and September 24th. Yeah. It's Elkhorn, yes. Elkhorn Flea Market. And before we wrap up, do you guys want to, you got, got a shout out for anybody or anybody you'd like to thank? Or well, I, I have to just thank the fair from my side. What you do to help us get ready for it is awesome. Our relationship that, that we've formed over the years is just amazing. So thank you. And thank you. We, back. we can't do it without you. So thank you back. Just, you guys are a, a big part of our business and, and, uh, and we really appreciate it. We're a, a nonprofit 501 C three to have, you know, steady customers that bring in nice people and a big crowd and have this kind of an economic impact on the community and civic organizations and nonprofits to have a partnership with you guys, um, is tremendous. Yeah. And so thank Again, you. Our vendors, food vendors down to the vendors that travel yep. to us. I mean, we just love them. We love them. Yep. The, the people who come here are happy. And if they're not, we'll make sure they're happy. We'll fix it. We'll do whatever it takes. You know, and inside, like I said in that, um, that article that at the lake did for us, throw that in there. They did a really nice article on the flea market. I said it in September, it's hard. It's hard to say goodbye to everybody because we won't see them till May. Yeah. I don't like it. I mean, as crazy it is, you're tired. You haven't slept in forever, but it's just like, man. Yep. Won't see you for a while. I can relate. So. Mm -hmm. I can relate. 
and our kids i would shout out to our kids because (laughs) like we chose to do this but we threw them into it so you know they're up at we're here on sunday mornings by 3 4 in the morning they're hauling their friends here and we're putting them to work at jobs that they don't like but that's why <laughs> like you have kids here. yeah they're yeah, servants. that's yeah. where you get them but look yep. what you're teaching them you know what i mean like yeah. yes. you know i mean Kidding that's, aside, yeah. it's very yeah. cool they're very learning cool. that's a big time valuable lesson yes it is absolutely how many kids do you have two two okay yeah. yep. all right Right. High school right. kids. High school, yeah. High school, even. You know, they're super easy. They're not going to be indentured yeah. servants much longer, though. <laughs> no. Yeah. I know when my son decided to move out and, you know, college and all that, I was, like, really sad that that labor was gone. Yeah, yes. Well, they that's have terrible. summers off whether they go to college or not, so yeah, that's we're, true. We're, we're bringing them back. That's true. <laughs> well, Nick and Amy, not a said, Elkhorn Antique Flea Market, thank you so much. Thank you. For coming on Beyond the Barns. It's been a real pleasure. That's going to wrap up this episode of Beyond the Barns.